We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more that you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine, and that is where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern-day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E dot com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com slash manifest. Hi guys, and welcome back to Manifest with Tori DeSimone. I'm your host, and I guess financial advisor in this episode, Tori Simone. I hope you guys are having a great day and a beautiful Monday. It is a beautiful day when I'm here recording this. Um, it's actually Friday when I'm recording this and I'm at my parents' house right now. I'm home from the beach and it is beautiful. Their house faces east, which is my love language because morning sun pours into their house. So I'm just basking in the sun. It's a beautiful day. It's September 10th and oh my God, it's just beautiful. Like the weather is crisp and clear. I woke up with some allergies. So the seasons are changing. Um, It is just such a beautiful, beautiful day. I went for a run this morning um, on the trail and it was incredible. It was just such a great day. Beautiful morning. And it's even better now that I'm here talking to you guys. Um, I hope you guys are all having an amazing day, an amazing morning. And yeah, let's get after it this week. I have a really good feeling about this week. I'm packing up my house this week. So I'll be doing moving vlogs. And speaking of moving vlogs, I just want to thank you guys for the overwhelming amount of love and DMs and messages that I got saying that you guys wanted me back on YouTube. I've been upping my posting game on my Instagram at Tori Sterling underscore. And every time I post anything, y'all are in my DMs hyping me up. And it's amazing. Like, I love you guys. Um, You guys are really like my biggest cheerleaders ever. And I love you so much. Um, But I posted that I wanted to, well, I asked on this podcast if I wanted to come back to YouTube And the DMs I got were unbelievable. So then I posted like a picture last week saying like, oh, filming my first YouTube video. And 
again, the amount of DMs I got was unbelievable. You guys are so kind. So my first video back is coming up in two days. It will be up on Wednesday. And I'm so excited. So Wednesday at 9 a.m. Eastern time, that video will be up. Show it love, you guys. Uh, I am so grateful for you guys. And I'm so happy that you even want me to come back to YouTube. I didn't know I was dismissed. So really, thank you. It means a lot. And I wouldn't be here without you guys. Another thing that I wanted to touch base on was the planner. I introduced the thought last week. And I've been getting so many messages every single day from you guys about the planner. Everyone has said yes. Every single person's like, I need you to make a planner. I would love it. So it's happening. It is 100% happening. Um, me and my creative designer, I guess graphic designer, creative, I don't know. Emma, she is also the creative director for Gals on the Go. I found her through Brooke and Danielle. And I texted her and I was like, hey, uh, I'm starting this new project. Are you looking for new clients or do you know anyone that's looking for new clients? And she was like, oh my God, I'd love to do it. She has been incredible, amazing, so unbelievable. So we are knee deep in the creative process of it. And guys, just send me any ideas that you have. So much of what you guys sent in on my Instagram last Tuesday when I did polls and open-ended questions have been exactly what's already in the planner. So I know you guys are going to adore this planner, but you're also sending in really awesome ideas. And seriously, everything you guys send in, I'll add to a list and try and make it happen. I am so excited about these planners and I just hope you guys are too. Well, I know you guys are too because I'm getting so many kind messages and DMs about it. So um, it is definitely going to happen and we're in the works of it. So I'm hoping they can be out by like Black Friday around the holiday time. I'll keep you guys updated as we progress, but I'm just so grateful for you guys. Um, I kind of just want to jump right into today's topic because I'm excited to talk about it. These are tips for financing, budgeting, being smart with your money. Hot girls are smart with their money and that's that. Um, so we're leveling up today and we are learning how to handle our money. I want to preface this entire episode by saying I am not a financial advisor at all. I literally just do what I do and I'm going to share my tips with you guys. I have been making money since I was about 15 or 14 around there. Um, I started doing YouTube around that time, but then I also had a part-time job at this place called Sweet and Sassy, and I loved it. I adored it, and I was making like $800 per paycheck. I was working a lot, so like I feel like I was making like pretty good money for a part-time job as a kid, um, so I did that until I was about 16 or 17, um, and then my YouTube really took off, and then I started to make like dumb money as a kid. And I was really stupid with my money. And that money is long gone. But, well, not all of it. A lot, of, some of it, most of it was actually invested. Um, but like my play money that I had at the time was long gone. Um, so had I been smarter when I was making money, I probably would have more money now. Um, so these are kind of just like my mistakes that I've made over the years and what I do now and how I manage my paychecks to work for me so that I don't have to sacrifice things that I love. Um, I really believe that money is here to provide you a lifestyle that you're happy with and that you're comfortable with. And we're so grateful to have money, but I'm also in 
the mindset that like money comes and money goes. So like there are definitely times where I stress heavy, you guys, about money. Um, Literally two nights ago, I was up really, really late just laying in bed, really stressed out about money and it happens. Um, And that is normal and that's human and maybe it's not talked about enough because everyone puts on this image of like, oh, if you do social media, you're rich. I'm not rich. I'm nowhere near fucking rich. I, sorry, I love to be rich, but I'm not rich. But I am smart. And I feel like because I'm smart with my money, I have good knowledge in it and I have the financial freedom because I'm smart with it. Um, and that's really what I'm here to share with you guys. Uh, I'm not rich. It's not like I'm telling you this from having a million dollars in the bank. No way. But I am setting myself up for a solid future. And that's what I think money is here to help you with, just to be comfortable. I'm not going to tell you at the end of this episode that you have to stop drinking your $7 pumpkin spice lattes because I do it too. And I'm not going to tell you that you have to stop buying expensive handbags if that's what you like buying. I'm not going to tell you that you don't have to hire an organizer to come into your house if you like that sort of stuff. Um, That's not what I'm here to say. It's as long as you're smart with it, you will have money that can be your fun money that you can spend on literally anything in this world that you possibly want, no matter how dumb someone else might say it is. It's your money. You spend it however the hell you want to. It's your money. You work hard for that. You spend it however you want. So um, I'm very excited to talk about this today with you guys. Of course, I want this to be the tip of the iceberg. Money can be a really uncomfortable topic. And to be completely honest with you guys, whenever I see a podcast that talks about money, I will most likely skip it because I will feel like I'm not doing enough or that I'm not doing the right things and that it's just an overwhelming topic to get into. Recently, I've started clicking on the podcast episodes and listening to it because knowledge really is power and it's so easy to run away and hide from something that feels uncomfortable or something that we feel like we're bad at. And I feel like a lot of people think that they're bad at managing their money. So we tend to just avoid the conversation altogether because let's be real, it's uncomfortable to talk about money. And I think that's because of how we were brought up. I know for me, for example, up until I was about 15, Money wasn't ever talked about in front of me. And I'm happy for that, but I also realize that it's important now to talk about money because knowledge is power when it comes to your finances. So anyway, back to the point that I was getting at. It's easy to stray away from a topic like this and it's easy to hide from a topic like this, but I think it is very important to talk about, especially when it's coming from someone like me who's not a professional at this. Take this as a friend. We're just having a conversation. I was actually talking about this last week with a friend on the beach, which is kind of what made me want to talk about this because I was like, you know what? I do kind of have tips and I do have advice and I feel like I'm pretty smart when it comes to this aspect. So I'd like to share it coming from a point of um, friendliness and hopefully to not feel make you feel overwhelmed. Um, one thing, a couple other things I want to say before I get into it, my grandpa and my, so my parents and my grandpa specifically, my mom and my grandpa, which makes sense because my mom is my grandpa's daughter. So they were very smart about money um, for as long as I can remember. My grandpa, I didn't know how smart he was with money until I got to be older, about 18 or 19. Um, he unfortunately passed away when I was 19. No, I just turned yeah, I just turned 19 when he passed. 
So I really do wish he was still around to talk about these things with uh, because he had so much knowledge and so much power. Like he, I forget how much money he made, but it wasn't ever a huge significant amount of money, but he was able to completely grow his money to a very comfortable state because of investing. And I learned that when I was about 18 and that's when I was like, all right, so if I invest my money, I don't necessarily have to be having a six-figure job, but I can have seven-figure outcomes from investing. And that's a really powerful thing to learn. Um, So I learned a lot of advice from him and he taught all of it to my parents. So my parents are really smart with their money too. Um, And again, same thing. It's not like they have to be raking in six-figure jobs to be making um, good money from investments. So I've learned the power of investing through my parents and my grandpa, which I'm really grateful for. And today I'm going to pass on some of that advice to you guys. Um, Let's see, what else did I write down that it's easy to hide away from this topic? Um, Everyone always says when they're older that the one advice they would give their younger selves is to start being smart with their money when they're in their 20s. If you're listening to this when you're in your 20s or maybe in your 30s, 40s, 50s, it is never too late to start. It's also never too early to start. My grandpa, I'm really lucky, opened up um, investment accounts for me and a retirement account for me when I was 16. And that's a really kind gift, but I didn't start adding into it until recently. So I'm 23 right now, and I feel like I'm at a really good age where I'm getting ahead of it, but I could have been doing this since I was 20, and I would have had three more years of it. Um, But it's honestly never too late, and as I say in so many other episodes, the hardest part is starting, and once you start, it will get so much easier. Um, So start as early as you can, start as young as you can. And if you feel like, oh, I'm so behind, start right now. It's never too late and it's always a good time to start. Um, Another thing is the best advice I ever got was if you aren't saving your money when you're barely making money, you won't save your money when you're making a lot of money. And that is so true. It's a habit that you develop when you are barely making money. So when I was first working at Sweet and Sassy and first started with YouTube, I was making pennies. I'm talking like my paychecks from YouTube were like $5 and my paychecks from Sweet and Sassy were like 15. And I was saving like a dollar from YouTube and $2 from Sweet and Sassy. And that money's probably spent by now, but I was saving it. And it's rewarding to save. So if you're listening to this and you can only save $5 today, save it. You need to learn the habit of saving now because when you're making, let's say, $10,000 a month, it's really easy to not save all of that money because you think, oh, I'm making $10,000 a month. I'm very financially sound. I don't need to save it. And that's how people blow their money. So save and start saving when you can barely afford to save, but it's really important to get in the habit of saving. Okay, I'm getting ahead of myself and I'm really excited to get into these tips. So here's what I personally do with my money and then I'll get into how you can start slash what I recommend. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. 
If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. So ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things that I love about Indeed is that I've been able to use it for all of my businesses across uh, the last few years, and it's been really amazing. What I love the most is that I'm able to put down like exactly what it is that I want on Indeed and the candidates that match that get sent right to me. And then the hard part actually becomes narrowing down which ones are the best for me because they all are exactly what I'm looking for. And then it really just comes down to like, which do I vibe with the best? And that's honestly pretty hard to choose from. But Indeed makes it really easy for me to find really good quality candidates that find exactly what I'm looking for instantly. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more that you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine, and that is where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern-day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. So from blue light glasses, starlight therapy, to EMF management, and circadian-friendly lighting, Bond Charge products help you naturally adjust the issues of our modern day way of life effortlessly with maximum impact. One of my favorite products from Bond Charge is their infrared sauna blanket. I loved sauning and I have for a really long time, but the problem is I always have to go to the gym. And a lot of times I want to sauna at night when I'm cozy at home. I just don't want to leave. That's why using the infrared sauna blanket at home has been so amazing. This is a really great way to ease stress and unwind at the end of the day. It's also really good to detoxify and it promotes um, lower inflammation in the body, which is really, really huge. What's also really cool is that because this is a blanket, your head is out of it. So it's honestly, I find it's easier to stay in this longer. And because my head is out of it, I'm able to like read a little bit longer and my body still gets all the good benefits that I get while being in the sauna blanket. It's really easy to set up and it's also really easy to clean. It takes less than a minute to set up. It heats up really quickly and I can enjoy like a 30, 40 minute session in the sauna blanket while I'm relaxing, reading, watching TV, meditating. While if I'm in the sauna, I can really only stay in it for like 15 minutes because it gets so hot and uncomfortable, but because my head's out, I'm able to stay in it longer, but I still get all the benefits of it. I just feel so much more relaxed after my sessions. I just feel really, really good. And I just love ending my night with a sauna. Bond Charge ships worldwide in 
rapid time. They have free shipping on every sauna blanket. They also have easy returns and exchanges, and they have a 12-month warranty. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E.com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com slash manifest. So to be completely transparent with you guys, um, I have multiple streams of income, which I'm really grateful for, but it's pretty much divided into two sections. So I have multiple streams from social media, and that includes my podcast, my YouTube, affiliate links, um, YouTube sponsorships. Those are pretty much the big four. So those streams from social media and I have income from Stride. Now the social media and Stride are divided up into two completely different financial sections because one of them is a 1099 and the other is a W-2. So essentially what that means is that with anything social media, this podcast, YouTube, anything that I do on social media, I am an independent contractor. That's what 1099 is. You're an independent contractor. And all of that is my social media money. What an independent contractor means without getting too fancy and too logistical, essentially it means that my taxes are not taken out of my paycheck before I get my money. So what that means is that each quarter, quarter one, quarter two, quarter three, quarter four, and end of the year, every year, I have to file my taxes federally with the state and locally to pay from the money that I made. So a W-2, which is my other side of income, which is my stride money, that means that my taxes are taken out of my paycheck before I get my paycheck. This is important because it makes a big difference when it comes to budgeting and financing. W-2 essentially just means that I'm an employee, even though I'm the owner of Stride, the way that we set up the business was so that we would also be employees of the business. Um, So that's pretty much why it is the way that it is. Uh, I'm not going to get too far into it, but that's really what you need to know is that I'm a 1099 for social media and I'm a W-2 for Stride, meaning my taxes are taken out for Stride and are not taken out for social media. Now, with that being said, I get paid multiple times throughout the month. Reason being from Stride, for example, um, I'm on a salary, so I'll typically get paid two times a month, sometimes three times, just depending on the month and how the the Fridays fall. So every other Friday, I will get paid um, my salary from, from Stride like half of my monthly salary. I think it would get paid, what, like 26 times a year? So one out of 26 is like what I'll get each, each um, every other week. With my 1099 money, I'm only paid one time a month and it's always in the beginning of the month. So I'm gonna break down all of my expenses from my 1099, my independent contractor work. My taxes are not taken out before I get my money work because that's the easiest to explain and then the W-2 comes after. So um, again, you don't really need to know what 1099 W-2 is. I don't say that to overwhelm you just to give you context. 
Um, So I have all of my expenses for the month very roughly mapped out. Now, expenses tend to fluctuate, especially when we talk about electric. You know, when it's colder, my electric bill is higher. When it's hotter, my electric bill is higher. And then in the fall and summer, when it's that in-between weather, it's typically pretty low. Um, So my electric will fluctuate. Um, What else fluctuates? My... I guess that's really it. My gas payments will fluctuate, but it's really my electric that does. Um, Everything else is pretty much the same amount each month. So I have this all very roughly mapped out. Now, all of the finances that I'm about to say are actually about to change because I'm moving from owning a house to renting an apartment. So some of these expenses I won't have anymore, such as my condo fee and property tax and school tax and home insurance. I'll have rent insurance, but it's going to be a lot less. Um, but I won't have all the expenses that I'm about to talk about. Um, but some will be going up and some will be eliminating altogether. But for the sake of this episode, I'm going to include the expenses that I've had for the last three years. So since stride opened for the last three years and since, um, I've been owning my house for the last five years. So the rough estimates that I have are, my mortgage, my condo fee, my property tax, which is not fun to pay, but you got to do it, your property tax, my school tax, my home slash auto insurance, my electric, my cable and Wi-Fi, my car payment, my gas for my car, and my fitness. So gyms, subscriptions, things like that. So those are all finances that are coming out of my checking account or a credit card that's hooked up to my checking account every single month. I like having some of these expenses on a credit card, like my electric and my cable and Wi-Fi and my home and auto insurance are on a credit card, and that is pulled from my checking account in full every single month. I like doing that because it builds credit. Um, So I would recommend to open up a credit card if you can. When I was, I think, 17, I got my first credit card and my parents co-signed it for me. And then since then, I've been able to get my own credit card. Um, The one I have right now is a City Advantage card and you can get miles with that as well. So I'm not going to talk too much about credit because there are so many more people that know so much more about me. I honestly don't know that much about it, but I do know that credit is important um, because for me, it helps me get Um, It helped me get my home a couple of years ago, my five years ago, it helped me get my apartment. Credit is really, really important. And especially if I, you know, apply for spaces for stride, like what I've had to do the past two times, they do check your credit and it's very important. So I am big about pulling credit. So it's easy to do credit. um, If you're putting like monthly expenses on there that, you know, you can pay in full every single month, or if you want to put like a tank of gas on there or a you know, a thing of groceries on there and then just always pay it off in full. It's really good to build your credit. So with all of those 10 expenses roughly mapped out for the sake of this episode, let's say that all of those expenses are $2,000 a month for all of that. Now, in order to account for these monthly expenses that come out no matter what, I divide my monthly earning into three since I get paid three times a month. It's hard for my 1099 work because every single month is different. Like it can be drastically different guys. Like some months I can be making, uh, well, I don't want to say a number, but like some months I can be making thousands of dollars less than I made the month before. It is very inconsistent and it fluctuates, 
But that's what you get for being an independent contractor. You don't have a salary. You don't have a set amount. And a lot of times my money comes from when brands are going to pay. And some brands have a 90-day payout. Some brands have a 60-day payout. And some brands just like to pay you in a year. So it really fluctuates every single month. And when I get paid is kind of a gamble and I don't always know what it's going to be. So I divide all of my money into three because I typically get paid three times a year. Um, let's see, my W-2 work is salaried. So I do know what that is. But when it comes to being a business owner, I really try not to get too comfortable with that salary because I know that if anything is getting tough for the business, my salary is the first thing to go. So I really put all of my monthly income more into my social media work and then treat my W-2 income as um, like, I'm so lucky to be getting this money. I don't try to account for it, but I'm so grateful for this money. So that's kind of the way that I look at it. Anyways, let's say all of those expenses are $2,000. When I get paid for my social media work, which let's say for the sake of this podcast was $2,000 for a month, I will count $700 of that money to my monthly expenses. Now, technically, uh, a third of that is like $666, but I like even numbers, so I round it up to $700. That stays in my checking account. Um, That's $700. Now, obviously, all those expenses are pulled out at different times throughout the month, so it's always going to stay in there. You can like divvy out into, you can get really micro and make like, an expense account if you want to do like a checking account for expenses and stuff or a savings account for expenses that just automatically pull from that. But for me, it's always worked in my checking. So that's where I keep it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. So um, also this is from like uh, years of doing this. So I know that like whenever my mortgage comes out, like I'll be fine. Whenever my condo fee comes out, I'll be fine because I've kind of been doing this and like my fun money, which I'll get to later, has kind of rolled over into this. So I know that I'll always be okay when it comes to these expenses. So $700 of my $2,000 will stay in my checking account, not to touch for my monthly expenses. So now I have $1,300 of my $2,000 left. Then I will put 10% of whatever I made total that month. So in this case, $2,000, I will put 10% of that $2,000, which is $200, into a savings account. Now this savings account is immediate savings. I can touch it if I want to. I can pull it out if I want to. I can use it for whatever I want to, but I try not to. I like watching it grow. It makes me feel very secure because let's say my checking account is getting a little lower than I like. I always have this cushion of savings right there that I can look at that make me feel a lot better. So I really like having that immediate savings account right there. So last year during COVID, for example, I took a really big financial hit because we weren't getting salary. I wasn't doing a lot of social media work, but I had my savings and thank God I had my savings account. So savings are there. Those are your immediate savings. You can touch it if you want to, but try not to. So $200 of that, which is 10% of my $2,000 for my monthly payment goes into that savings account. So now I have $1,100 left, $1,100. Now, I take 25% of my original payment, which is $2,000, and I put that into a tax savings account. Because remember, those taxes are not taken out of my paycheck 
and I owe them later. It is not my money to keep. I owe them later. So I better save it for now. Otherwise, I will owe thousands of dollars in a few months, and that is not fun. I have been there. I have done that. I do not like it. So I put $500 into a tax savings account, which is 25%. So now I'm left with $600. Now, with that, I put 15% of my original payment, which is $2,000, into an investment account. So $300 goes into an investment account. This investment account I have, because like I mentioned earlier, my grandpa set up for me and I'm so grateful and so fortunate that he did. However, like I said also, I just recently started adding to it. This is also the part of the episode where I will delegate the investment talk to someone that is a specialist in this. And there are so many resources that you guys can look up for this. You can read books, you can listen to podcasts. That's where I would start. And you could also talk to someone that maybe knows a little bit more about investing. I do the bare minimum investing. So what I do is I pull 15% of my monthly payment, which in this case is $300 for the sake of this episode. And that goes into, I guess, seven and a half percent and seven and a half percent go into two different things. So seven and a half percent of that 15% goes into a Roth IRA account, which is a retirement account. And then the other seven and a half percent of that 15% goes to a mutual funds account, which is essentially just like multiple investments kind of grouped together into an account. Again, I'm not the queen of investment. I'm really not. I just do what I do because I know I should be doing it, but I don't know a ton about it to the point where I feel very comfortable recommending what you guys do. But what I do recommend is that you learn more about it from someone that knows a lot more about it than I do. Um, So I will tell you that I use Schwab for my investments and I really, really like them. I think they're easy to use. um, They're easy to understand and they have really great customer service. They're very kind. And I called them a couple months ago and had to talk to, you know, a big investment banker on the other end. And he was very nice to me. So I really do like them. Um, But investment money, whether it going into your retirement account of a Roth IRA or mutual funds account, you do not touch that money. That money is always going to be a safety net if you need it, but don't even think about it. Put that money somewhere and you forget about it. You will come back to that money in 10 years and see that it made you 10 times what you put into it. You'll come back to that money in 20 years and see that it made you 200 times what you put into it. This is where your money makes money. Start investing as soon as you can. Investing is so key. I feel like that um, meme that's like stonks, you know what I mean? Like that's what I feel like. But really it is so key. It is so powerful and it is the secret to letting your money work for you. This is going to make the biggest change in your finances and all it takes is 15% of your original payment. If you can't do 15% today, start with five. Start with 5% and you will get it on the way. 
And if you can increase it to 15%, awesome. But don't go broke today by putting all your money into investments. Yes, you could put 50% into investments, but you don't need to do that because it's actually going to work for you. So you don't need to put a ton of money in. You can put in $300 a month and really see a big difference very, very quickly. Like you can check in on the end of the year and see that your $300 is now worth $5,000. You'll see it. it. It's very quick. Um, and it's a really cool thing. So start investing as soon as you can. So now after all of this is done, I put 300 away. Um, I put my 10% away. I put my 25% away. I put my 15% away. And I did my 33% of my monthly payments. Now I started from $2,000 and I am down to a whopping $300. Let's state the obvious. That hurts, doesn't it? It hurts. I know. But here's the thing. That $300 is only a third of my monthly paycheck. So I will have, let's say, another $300 coming and then another $300 coming. So let's say at the end, you know, for the sake of this, if my, well, actually, no, that wouldn't be accurate. Anyway, let's not say that. <laughs> but we have $300. And that's a third of my monthly paycheck. With that $300, I can do literally whatever the hell I want with that money. Anything. Because my taxes are saved. My money is saved. My money is invested and my monthly expenses are accounted for. I could literally buy a latte every single day if I wanted to because all of the money that I need is that $300 and that is complete fun money. I could buy a latte if I wanted to. I could go to a super expensive gym if I wanted to. I could go buy a new pair of shoes if I wanted to. I could save it if I wanted to. I don't have to spend it. But what I'm getting at is that $300, you can do whatever the hell you wanna do with it because everything is already accounted for. Everything. You are being smart with your money. And now you have this $300 to go live your life however you want to. So let's say at the end of the month, you know, after I get paid from everything, let's say I'll have $700 in my bank account. I have $700 of fun money to go do whatever I want to go do with it. I can go to fancy dinners. I can go to, um, Anything, literally anything, because everything is already accounted for. Now, I do the exact same process with my W-2 paychecks whenever I get them. So if I'm getting paid, like I might get paid the same day for my um, social media stuff that I do, the same day that I get paid for my um, W-2 work with Stride. And if that's the case, I just separate it out and just treat them as if I got paid on separate days and do all of my social media first and then all of my W-2 paycheck second. Um, so I do the exact same steps. 33% of my W-2 paycheck goes to monthly expenses. 10% of my W-2 paycheck goes into immediate savings. And 15% of my W-2 paycheck goes into investment accounts. Now, the only thing that I don't do is I don't take out 25% of that original payment because that's already been taken out for taxes. It's already accounted for. I don't owe taxes on that money because they were already taken out. So I don't need to take out that 25%. Okay. So you'll save a little bit more money that way. Um, but seriously, like let's say at the end of the month, I have $700. I can do whatever I want with that $700 anything I want because I'm saved. I'm invested. My monthly expenses are accounted for. I'm good. I can forge ahead. I'm good. 
And that's pretty much how it works. Um, Now, of course, these numbers can fluctuate. If you can't do 10% today to save, start with $10. If you can't invest with 15% today, start with $15. The key, as we know, is to just start. And starting is the hardest part, but it truly becomes addicting once you start seeing your money add up in your savings or multiply in your investment account. And then you're allowed to be totally free with your money without feeling guilty because literally everything is accounted for. Now, guys, I just have five tips and then I will leave you for uh, the rest of the day. So the first tip that I have is to get an accountant. It makes personally my life so much easier and I don't know what the hell I would be doing when it comes to taxes if it wasn't for my incredible accountant. So it's an expense that I feel very comfortable doing and I recommend you guys do it too. Um, It really just makes your life a lot easier. Number two, get knowledge. Um, Get knowledge through reading books and listening to podcasts, I think are the easiest two things to do. They help and there's a reason that there's a finance section in every single bookstore and on the podcast apps. Finances are a part of everyone's life. We all make money and we all have it. Um, And it's always been a taboo conversation. So I think it's important to start talking about money and how to be smart with it. So get knowledge. My third tip is to start today. As soon as you're done this episode, put $5 into a savings account and that's your start. Number four is find a bank that works for you. If you're younger and you're listening to this, ask your parents to open up a teen checking account for you. Or if you're 24 and you're still using a teen checking account because we never change our bank accounts since we were a teenager, find a bank that suits you and will actually work for you. There's a ton of banks that try and like steal money from people. It's unbelievable. Not like actually steal money, but like they'll screw you over whenever they get the chance to like overdraft fees and just like ATM fees, just a bunch of bullshit. There are so many banks out there that don't do that, but they're just not the mainstream banks, mainstream banks that we all know. So just kind of do some digging. Again, I really like Schwab. I think that they're a really great bank. So that's what I'm going to recommend um, for you guys if you are looking for a bank that will actually work for you and let your money make some money, honey. And number five, I said it before, I'm going to say it again. Knowledge is power. Have the money talks because it helps. I would never have known the financial situation of my family or of myself or the potential that I could have for myself had I not had a money conversation with my parents and my grandparents. Yes, it's uncomfortable to talk about money. We all know that. We can all acknowledge that. It's uncomfortable to talk about money, but that doesn't mean it's not important. It's hard. It's stressful. I cry almost every time I talk about money. I'm not kidding. I'm not good with talking about it. I always constantly cry because it's a stressful thing. But once you figure it out, it's a lot easier than it seems. And it's really not as daunting as it seems. So guys, those are the tips that I'm going to leave you with today. How I kind of spread out my money. Again, all these numbers in here were just figurative. Um, Please do not take anything literally all figurative. And I just want you guys to know that it's much easier than we think to be smarter with our money. And we can get actually a lot of financial freedom once everything is accounted for. So guys, I hope you have an incredible Monday. Enjoy this week. Be sure to check out my new um, YouTube video on Wednesday coming out at 9am Eastern time. My Amazon shop will be linked down below. And guys, I hope you have an amazing Monday. Happy Manifest Monday. And I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye guys. (laughs) 